Good evening, boys. Lessons from the late Parsha's bow. Tremendous lesson. I love when I find a lesson that um, I've been thinking about all week. And I'm going to tell you why I've been thinking about it all week. Um, I heard something very, very interesting. Um, so this week, last week, I should say, is a vacation week. It was a machlekes hapoiskin. When is vacation week this year? In America, I'm talking about because uh, New York took one week and, and New Jersey took another week. A very interesting uh, idea. Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, who writes a lot about this topic, about people ruining Boca Raton when they come, all the Jews, and you know, not uh, double parking and screaming and honking. So he writes, uh, he wrote a letter, famous letter, and now he rewrote the letter, and instead of calling it Vacation Week, he calls it Vacation Weeks, <laughs> because it's many, many weeks. So I was on vacation also, unfortunately, from Torah. <laughs> not exactly. Um, my normal shear, Rabbi Savlusky, uh, even though I live here, uh, because I'm in America so often, so I attend his live shurim. And uh, when we don't have live, one of the good things of COVID, they developed this thing called Zoom, which nobody knew about ever. And I log in. So he was off this week because everybody was on vacation. So I found myself learning in different times. And I saw something very interesting. And this is what I want to speak about today. When you're in shear, I don't have to tell you this, but you're in shear and you're paying attention. This is the difference, you know? And you're writing down, so I, I'm very mocked that when I follow Rabbi Selesky Shir, especially when it's online, um, I take the Maramakomas and I write, and I have a pen, and I have a um, highlighter, and I highlight, and so I'm, I'm following along. And um, I found myself listening to Shurim, wonderful, why Torah, Torah anytime, you know, you pick your things, I happen to like also, um, I don't have this shtick, I like live Shurim, so I watch Kola Lusho, and has, a, has an app, and Kola Lusho gives you all the live Shurim, so, you know, Sunday nights for Bitterman, and the Thursday nights is like crazy, you got to choose between all the great uh, Rav Rosenblum and Rav, uh, it's, it's awesome stuff, uh, Rav Levenstein. And, um, but you guys know that when you're sitting on the couch, or you're sitting in a nice, comfortable chair, you're like, wait, what he, that was a good vort, and you're totally like, you know, spaced out. And to this, um, on Why Torah's Featured Shurim is the great Rav Arya Leibowitz, who spoke about uh, really a wonderful topic. And in speaking about, uh, the, it was supposed to be, I think, Messiah of Torah, so he spoke about how um, he's wondering if he wants to, uh, he didn't say it like this, I'll say it like this, because I'm more controversial than Rabbi Leibowitz. Um, and that is, is that, you know, Why Torah has it done a disservice. Of course, he did an amazing service. Okay, I could tell you little Daniel Hartstein, who's got like, you know, his mom and his dad who listen to his shirim. I've gotten emails from people from all over the world, I'm not exaggerating now, all over the world with either a question or, you know, we love your, you know, whatever it might be, an encouragement or it might be, not even students of mine, right? I was once at a Shabbaton, this is really funny. I was once at a Shabbaton and um, I think it was an NCSY Shabbaton and mom, she was after Shabbos, had spent, I was there since Thursday. This guy comes up to me and says, listen, I'm really sorry to ask you this question. Are you by any chance Rabbi Daniel Hartstein? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, wow, you look nothing like your picture online. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, he says, I, I go to NYU. I live in NYU, and I go to NYU, go back and forth. You're my guy. I listen to you in the, in the train. I'm like, so I always have the same reaction. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. There's so many other, like, real rabbis you can listen to. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> but what was the point? Rabbi Ari Leibowitz said that Wai Torah has done a great service, obviously. But on the other hand, we kind of sit back and relax and listen to Shurim and get spoon-fed. And it's difficult because we don't become the true Talmudic Chacham that we can become. 
And we don't apply the same difficulty to this. There's a tremendous thing. I, I, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not, um, I, for years, I have not been a podcast person ever. Maybe it's partly because I'm skewed and I'm against podcasts because I think I should have a podcast and I don't. So therefore, I boycott all podcasts. It. But once in a while, I'll catch a halacha headlines. It's like remarkable and amazing. And I don't know why I never got into it when I'm in America and I drive a lot. So I started listening to that because it's mom, it's like a halacha. It's remarkable. And uh, behind the beam, everybody knows during COVID. So they had Rabbi Meiselman. Those who don't know Rabbi Meiselman, he is the Rosh Hashiv of Torah, Torah Moshe. Tomo for you guys, uh, right? And he has an interview this week, and he's, he's remarkable when he tells about uh, Rav Salvechik. Rav Salvechik was his uncle, and he, he, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to you know, make up things, but probably he's the number one uh, Talmud, if you will, that learned the most Torah from him. Because he said, I had one central Rebbe, and he was with him the most amount of time. He was, he was my uncle, so it's much different. He talks about how Nebuch Lolenu, Hashem Yimkam Damar, Moshe Torsky, who was a Rebbe in his yeshiva, um, those in the Rav Torsky from YU, his brother, uh, was, a, was a chief Talmud as well, and of course his son, uh, or the Rav's son, Dr. Chaim Salavejik. And he talks about the Kulo Torah of Rav Salavejik. He says, I don't understand why people think he was controversial. He was Kulo Torah. They tell a story about Rav Chanan Wasman, Rav Chanan Wasman, who came to collect money. And when he came to Boston for two weeks, and he said, in all the yeshivas I've been at, including the ones in Lithuania, including the ones back home in Europe, I never saw anybody who was Kulo Torah like Rav Salvechik. But the Tzioinim and that, uh, of course he had to give Shurim, he was a public figure, and he knew how to speak. And I want to speak about that today in, in, in an idea I saw in the Tzfer Shimshon, Rav Shimshon Benkis. And because I think it's so central, and I never, I don't know, I never really thought of this obvious question. The first mitzvah in the Torah, as we know, is in our parsha. Vayomer Hashem al Moshe ve'el Aaron be'eretz v'tzrayim achodesh hazalachem rosh chodesh. Right? We know that the first mitzvah of the Torah, the famous first Rashi, right? Why did it start with achodesh hazalachem? But did you ever think of this such a, a, a smart question? Why? Hashem could have started with any mitzvah in the Torah, any mitzvah. And if I were to say what mitzvah should he start with, I don't know. We could call out answers: Shabbos, maybe Tefillin, maybe. I don't know, you could think. But Achoydish Hazalachem? Eh! So there are many different answers that's given, not necessarily around that question that I may have made up this question, but, but we understand what Chodesh is. Chodesh is Chodesh, and as we are, Erevosh Chodesh. So we understand that uh, we have a special day, a mini Rosh Hashanah. This is Yom Kippur Katan today. Why I'm not drinking? Um, Yom Kippur Katan today. So Yom Kippur Katan is like a mini, a mini erev Yom Kippur. We're mechaper every day, right? We're right? We're going to say in Musaf tomorrow. Kapar Right? This is the day. Every day, every month, we have another opportunity at Shuva. It's remarkable, and we know that there's a difference between the moon and the sun, and wax and wanes, and that's who we are. That's the Jewish people. Furthermore, just saw over here this beautiful idea. Let's remind ourselves, Rosh Chodesh, that's what they wanted to take away from us in the times of the Chashmonaim, the times of the Yavanim, wanted to take that away from us. Because they knew that we're tied to the Chodesh. We knew that there's an, an Indian. Rosh Chodesh symbolizes renewal. The ability of the Jewish people to rise up 
from nothing. Just as the moon appears each month but returns and glows to its fullness, so Israel suffers in exile until the coming of Mashiach. Right? When the promise of the Exodus and the revelation of Har Sinai will be fulfilled, it never to be dimmed again. That's the character trait of Jewish history. We are Rosh Chodesh Jews. We are Jews. What's Rosh Chodesh? It's a happy day on the calendar, but there's no moon. You can't see anything outside. But we know it's about to come. So that's a beautiful idea. Beautiful idea. Rapinchas shares another idea which relates to what I was talking about. We know, we have a whole Masechta. More than one Masechta, really, if you think about it. That concentrates on Kedosh HaChodesh. Apiaria, Bastin, Jushiva Chakira. It's tough stuff. We think about how it happened. My son happens to be learning Rosh Hashanah this year. It's tough stuff. Which basin did they go to? Be Michal Shabbos. The Jewish they're regular people, the regular person. It wasn't a, they got the biggest rub of the shul. And he came, the rub of the town, and he was Makal No. A regular person was Makal Shachoidush. But it was the it was the most difficult of all Dinah. And that's Vinay Bikdela Dasois Srichim Bikius Gidoila Vyadia Rachva Bachma Hastranama. You need not to know astronomy. Right? Now this is now getting to uh, right when I read this, I'm like, ah. Now we're to Ravar and Zalvichik. Meiselman, I, I, it's a beautifully says, if you listen to it 30, 32 minutes in. So he says Rav Yosef Dov Salvation was my rabbi. But I went to Chicago a bit and I met my other uncle. He says he was the Poisek Paratskalans. He said how he asked Rav Salvechik, Rav Yosef Dov Salvechik, a question in Halacha. And he went back and forth for hours, like this forehead. Da, 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 da. So when I went to Rav Aaron Salvechik, within six seconds, he said, there are 14 questions you're asking in this one question. And he went through every one, and he said, and these are the four practical ones. And he says he was a... But one thing that Rav Aaron Salvechik taught us is the importance of having a secular education. And he almost joked, and he said, if you don't know, by the way, Rav Meiselman went to Harvard and MIT, okay? He talked about a secular education. He's quite a smart individual. Not that he needs my ask Ravine would speak about. It. He says it's a joke. How would you know the laws of Kinnas Achadish without understanding astronomy? He goes, how are you going to know know the Hilchos Nida if you don't know biology? How are you going to know Hilchos Shchita if you don't know about the anatomy of an animal? V'chulu v'chulu goes on and on. To him, it was very important. Maybe he was one of the few Rosh Hashivas I remember this very well that had cable in his apartment because he said how important it was to know what's going on. Whenever I would come in, unfortunately. Rav Aaron would think that I was an important person. I used to work in the Ministry of Defense of Israel. So he thought that I was like very important. So I went to him and uh, I would come and he goes, he would shut the TV off because I would always come a few minutes early to schmooze with him. And he would say, Dove, what's going on in Israel? Like as if I knew and I felt bad and I pretended like, you know, I watched the same TV he watched, you know. I also was in America then. We talk about it. But he wanted to know what was going on in the world. It was very important to know. We'll get to it in a moment where Ivarin said, but he, I, I want to read you the words of the Rambam that uh, Rapinkas quotes over here. The Rambam in, in the Hilchas Kiddush HaChodesh, in Perak Yerawas, says something quite fundamental. 
שאומר בחוסר אלה שבייסטין, היו מחשיבים בדיקטוק, ויוידים. He says it wasn't just a stamma thing. The yoyidim is hayareach, hayareach, v'lo yira. They had to know it so very well. They had, it had to be perfect. Right? It wasn't just something stam. And it had to be something that they had to know, the chachmois, to understand what exactly was going on over there. Right? Accordingly, we are assured that anyone with a proper spirit of the heart will understand. A person is going to be proper spirit who desires the world of wisdom and probes to guess the mysteries will wish to know the methods of calculation. This part of Yahadness is to be, have a secular knowledge. It's the Rambam. And we know the Rambam, of course, speaks about this a lot in his Svarim. Rambam used great secular knowledge, great philosophy to know. People would, would talk about Rav Yosef, oh, philosophy, no, that's the Iker to know. But it's a way of Torah to delve into it. V'yusod gadol, here's what Rav Pinka says. V'yusod gadol, m'yusoidus ha-yahadus, one of the central pillars of yahadus, the foundations of our religion. Ladat et omek hanora shel Torah. It's not just to look at the periphery of Torah. It's to be the oymek of the Torah. It's to go into the Torah. It's to go into a sugya and look at all the rishonim and the achreinim and have a shear and listen and write down the notes. And, wow, what a... There's two rabbis. Doesn't make any sense. Ah, comes along Rav Chaim and saves the day. Comes along the brisker of and saves the day. Comes along Rav Salvage and saves it. Comes along Shir Rabbeinu David. Comes along... Right? We were so lucky. Right? From every place. Oh. Chana Watzman has this this chiddush. The Maharam Chalawa came out out of nowhere, right? And the ninth inning, the, we don't know. Yeah, that's Hachodesh Hazelachem. We take the hardest of all halachas, the hardest, and we start off the Torah with that. That's the first mitzvah, Rabbi Isai, because I want you to nafach, right? I want you to delve in the Torah. The kulabah, everything's in the Torah, but you have to delve in. You have to sweat over Torah. The Agitabo Yom Malayla is not just the idea. The Agitabo, it's, 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 it's to sweat. To sweat in Torah. The Chugosayim, right, is to Yomelim B'Torah. Amal, a sweater. It's to sweat over Torah. And then he finishes off with a gorgeous Drush Haran. Wow. He quotes the Drush sorry, Drush HaSaran, excuse me, the Drush of the Chazam Soifer. In his Drush in the Chelek Aleph, the Chazam Soifer says, the Pesach tells us, V'shamartem v'yasisa ki hu chachmaschem v'inaschem le'inei kol amen. V'yomru rak am chacham v'novon ha'goya ha'godol ha'zeh. Calls the B'nai Yisrael the chacham and the novon. V'inyot zeh ki b'emes sefer Torah shalanu hu ma'at ha'kamut. Very nice. We have a sefer Torah in the Arun. It's wonderful. We're very lucky. that That's not what we do nowadays. Right? Can you imagine? I don't know how many shurim. There are 12 different shurim. And everyone had to have their own Sefer Torah because that's the way they used to teach Torah. They would open up the Sefer Torah right? and there's all these halachas of Sefer Torah because of the way it used to be. That was what we were, nobody takes out a Sefer Torah from the... I'm not saying we shouldn't learn Chumash, that's what we're trying to do a little bit here. But that's not the Ikr of the Torah, says the Sam Sefer. 
Inyan Zeki be Emma Sefer Torah. It's Ma'at of the Kabbalah to the Torah. You know how many Svarim there are on the base of, back of the base of Medrash? How many of them actually revolve around the Chumash itself? It's a small section. And I need to know all the Chachmas, just like we said in the Rambam. Just like a Repinka said. I need to know. That's why Hashem created all secular knowledge. It's good for us to know. And how am I going to know how to pass in halacha by trefos if I don't know the oymik of the biology of an animal? How am I going to understand Shira Savalim if I don't know music? Uh, one of my friends just told me a beautiful thing is his kid is going to uh, next year, high school. You know, normally say, where are you going to high school? Ava Yisrael, you know, Mitzvah Yericha. He's, I never heard the high school, I can't even say it. I said, what is that high school? He says, a wonderful high school. They learn until, uh, they learn Torah until one o'clock. They have some secular studies and the entire evening, afternoon and evening, they learn music, instruments and so on and so forth. Talk about Shira Salavim. Where does it say anything about this? I can't. T- tells me about Kiddush HaKadosh. I need to learn. Sefer. I didn't open up a, a, whatever. Oh, just learn Sefer Daniel. That will teach you. Chabakot. That will teach you. No. That's why we have other swarm. Exactly what I said. That's the Agita Mayama Laila. You have to sweat over it. The A Nachasruach Lefana Bioisano Oiski Bisfarm Klal. Vim Kane A Neda Hatzarek Latira. It's not just learning those subjects. I'm learning the subjects so that it'll help me in Torah. It's very important. Then he talks about the, the importance, he quotes a good Baba Basu that talks about how, what a Torah is supposed to look like, how, how uh, large it's going to be, that you have to have your, your, you have to fixed and understand, like, don't go too much into the Mada. It's all for the Torah. You have to be firmly planted in the ground, but also see Shamayim and understand it's being done for the right reasons. And therefore, Golu V'yodoi, says the Chassam Soifer, to understand this. The importance of it. Rav Meiselman started off with this, uh, with this Rambam. He says, the Rambam writes in the end of Mikvos something quite astounding. Dover Boro, he says. It's an obvious thing. The Golui. We can't really understand, I hope you understand this, obviously, that we can't really understand why it is that we have the, this is also in Parakut Aleph, of the Ramam Hilchas Mikvahs, the last halacha. We can't really understand why a person goes to the mikvah. Says the Rambam, because why? It's not something that we actually understand and know. Why? Because it's not obviously what we think, obviously. He's not going into the pool to take physical dirt off of him. You have to do all that before, right? A woman, when she goes to the mikvah, <laughs> the amount of time she has to spend making sure she's muchan for the mikvah, the shower and the this, that's why they're all the beautiful spots. 
There's no understanding. And he says, this is a chok. It's a chok. I'm not trying to take off dirt, tit otsoa, right? Excrement from me. No. But he had It's a spiritual thing. I want to change. I want it. I want to be filled in the waters, spiritual waters. That's what I want. And he says that that's everything. That's the idea. Hashem barachimim harabim mikol cheta ovon. He gave us the tarenu. Amen. That's how our yens. Right? Yecheskel. Zerat aleim ayim tohira. You have to want to jump into the tahara and the taros of the Torah. He quotes our, our, what we say every morning, what we just said quite recently. He says, that's what my job is. He says, Through love, through Torah, through mitzvahs. That's the idea. But I think the key is actually something that Rav Yigal Cohen said. It's a very famous speaker here in Eretz Yisrael, Anafim, speaks a very big cure of Rav. I don't know, I'll be honest with you, I never thought of it like this. Why does the Pasuk say, Right? Those that are Sardi. Right? Why? He said it should say, Talking about Parnassa. Right? We open our hands. He gives us Mazon, not Rotson. I don't want Rotson, I want Mazon. You want to update it? Doesn't sound as good. Kazon, I don't know, whatever. Knew what's going on over here? We asked the Rabbanu Shalom for Ratzon. You need to have a desire. That's the key to Achadish Hazalachem. Achadish Hazalachem tells us, hey, I'm going to teach you. I'm not going to give you the easiest, most flowery, most wonderful. No. This isn't a sit back, relax moment. You have to sweat over it. That's why Gemara is so darn important. Not only Dafiomi, excuse me for saying. Those are machlikas at our Shabbos table. Disgusting machlikas. I'm being serious. One of my wonderful kids told my, my 13-year-old is learning Dafiomi. Not easy, this Dafiomi. Baruch Hashem, it's unbelievable. He uh, will come home. My, my wife will say, do you have any homework? No, no, I don't know why. There's no, since COVID, no, there's no more homework. I don't know what happened in our school. It's like, I got to do the Daf. And the other kid will say, the little kid's like, well, what's the point of you doing the daf? What's the point? You don't even remember anything. Okay, there are different ways of doing the daf. But we looked at him, we're like, what are you doing? He's trying. But boy, the, the message is very important. You need the rutz on it. This is tefillah every day. 
I need a rotzak. I need a shtadlas. I need to go out. Guy walks into Shear after two hours, or two and a half hours, three hours of preparation. He didn't go to the preparation time. All he was doing was sleeping. He was sleeping the whole time. And then he comes to Shear and he can't focus on Shear. You know why? Because he didn't, he didn't prepare. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And this is a life lesson, by the way. Echadish Lachem is a life lesson. It's a life lesson. You need to prepare. You want to learn Hilchas Chaydish? Pick up an astronomy book. You need to understand it in the right way, in the right form. Don't, like, you know, trick me and say, What are you watching on YouTube for the last 16 hours? Astronomy, you know? <laughs> no. It's got to come with Torah. It's got to be the right reasons, Chasam Sofer says. That's the idea, though. You need to have the Ratzon, you need to want it, but you need to do the Hachana and realize how difficult it is. You can't just walk into a Gemara Shir not knowing what's going on. It's almost like walking into a Shir. I had this before. I always remember this. My friend said, you got to go to some famous rub. It's here. you got to go to a Shir. And I'm all excited, and I literally got there early so I could be, because I, I was f- afraid. He's older, speaks low. And I get there, and I'm in the front row. And he goes, ah, as a Gemara gesucht. And he starts speaking Yiddish. And I'm like, uh, um, you didn't tell me that. I have no idea what's going on. I'm there and I can't leave now because I'm all the way in the middle and there's hundreds of people there. And he's like, and he's like, and I'm like, I don't know. Right? right? It's like Chinese. You go into a shir and you're not prepared. Ah, the amelus of the Torah. That's what a person needs. We should be that we should be able to take these messages with us. Mirza Shem. We should be zeichev to understand that the first mitzvah of the Torah is purposely the mitzvah of the Torah because the Rabbani Shalom wants us to delve into life, into Torah, into mitzvahs, into everything that we do with preparation, with the sweat over it. And we shouldn't sit back and relax. The Torah is why we were created. Let's delve into it. Because that gives the nachas yus to the Rabbani Shalom, which, of course, nachas ruach brings Mashiach's king of Amen. Amen. Amen.